You are listening to TKO on CFRU Radio 93.3 FM in Guelph, Ontario and available worldwide at CFRU.ca. What is happening, everybody? What is good with y'all? It's your girl, Janan, right here on TKO. As you already know, here on TKO, all we talk about is mixed martial arts, also known as MMA and other combat sports, too. We also discuss the issues that surround the world of fighting and talk about notable fighters and athletes and how they all got started in the game and, of course, where they are now. So what is happening, y'all? I hope everybody has been having a fantastic day and a phenomenal week so far. Goodness, um, I say this every single time, every freaking time, but honestly, I cannot believe how fast time is just flying by. Uh, First few days of February and it's just unbelievable. I don't even know how the first month of the year already went by. Um, Yeah, unbelievable, unbelievable. Um, so I feel like that kind of tells me something about because they usually say uh, if you're too busy, your perception of time is going to be like this, like you're just going to feel like time is just nothing but a concept and um, <laughs> it just flies by so, so incredibly fast. Um, so I definitely feel that. Um, but you know what? It's not a bad thing. Um, I feel like reflecting back on the past month see a lot of good things, a lot of things that got done, a lot of accomplishments, um, despite the, the, the toughness and the hardships and whatnot, and despite the sleep deprivations, but, uh, (laughs) anyways, don't, do not let me be salty as a grad student, because, like, if I want to go on about my sleep deprivation, I can talk for hours, but anywho, I digress. Uh, I hope everybody's been doing well, taking care of themselves. One thing that I do want to say in that regard is um, I understand, especially for university students out there, undergrad students, um, it is probably that time of the semester right now. They have to prep for midterms and whatnot, and uh, reading week is almost upon you. You're probably super stressed, but please... Uh, uh, take this word uh, of advice from your friends, your sister, uh, your buddy right here, Janan, because um, I've been through it all, you know, been there, done that. With stress, you're not able to fix anything. Um, what I will recommend to you, though, please plan in, in advance, well in advance when trying to, you know, do your assignments, study for midterms and exams and tests coming up. Um, that way I feel like it's so much easier for you to control your stress and just, uh, handle it so much better as opposed to leaving certain things last minute. Cause for me personally, if I do leave things last minute, I will freak out. I would have the freak out of the century and it's just no bueno. So do not let it get to that point. Um, that's my advice to, um, any of you listening to this out there who do have midterms coming up, uh, you'll get through it. No problem. Don't stress. Stress doesn't really solve anything for you. It just makes things worse. But you know what? Use that stress to motivate yourself to plan ahead, like I said, and to just do the work necessary to get stuff done in order in order for you to be successful however you need to achieve that, you know, if it's in the, again, con- in the, in the format of a test or an assignment or what have you, right? Or like if you have a presentation coming up, all those things, it is applicable to all those things. 
so yeah that's my that's my advice for you guys uh, i feel like i kind of need to apply it to my own life <laughs> um do not call me a hypocrite don't you dare um but uh you know everybody i feel like everybody's just like out there grinding like doesn't matter if i'm talking to students to uh, professors my parents my friends and you know family and loved ones doesn't matter everybody's just going through the thick of it right now it seems like somehow but I do want to reassure everyone listening to this right now um, you know what nothing is permanent in life good or bad you know this too shall pass okay just take my word um, that's just how life is that's just the nature of things so don't worry, this too shall pass. And in no time, uh, you'll be relaxing. You'll be just chilling as you deserve. Um, but yeah, don't stress. It's no good. Anyways, uh, so as I'm speaking these words into the microphone, uh, so your girl, you know, I've been just so busy with all the things that I have going on for my PhD. And mind you, these are all the things that I absolutely love to do. Like, I feel so incredibly grateful and so incredibly blessed to be in the position that I am right now, just research researching the topics that I am and the sort of data that I'm getting and the amazing team of people that I'm working with right now. However, I mean, you know, it just, you know, you do definitely have those days that you're like, oh my God, I just want to like lie down on the floor and take a nap, you know, <laughs> with, with just as dramatic as that sounded, seriously, I do feel like that sometimes. And uh, I feel like today was definitely one of those days. Um, I had a lot going on with my uh, uh, mouse babies because I work with mice for my projects. And, um, you know, I was just like, yo, I, I really, if I had a pillow right here, I would just sleep on the floor, take a two hour nap at least. I, I unfortunately didn't really have the opportunity to do that. But let me tell you why I might have felt a little bit too tired today. So I woke up this morning and I went to the gym early in the morning because, you know, when my alarm went off, I was like, hmm. I do have the urge to sleep in because I'm just so sleep deprived. However, I got to girl, you got to push yourself to uh, to just achieve your best potential. And I feel like specifically in this case, I do feel like I had been kind of slacking off when it came to self-care things uh, that included like working out and fitness and taking care of myself and my body and those aspects I really did feel like I had been slacking in those aspects and today I just woke up and I said woman no more we are not letting this slide any longer like we need to have this under under control and we need to go take things back to the right track so that's exactly what I did but uh I feel like usually when you do resume workouts after a period of layoff, um, it just it hits you kind of different. So that's I feel like that kind of contributed to also why I'm feeling a little bit too tired today. But you know what? That is OK, because here I am right now. I'm so excited to uh, actually sit down and record TKO this week because we have so many exciting things to go through today. Um, <laughs> my goodness. So th not this week, but the week after. Uh, so the week that will lead to the weekend of February 11th and the 12th. Arguably, I would say it's going to be the biggest 
weekend so far in the year um, uh, when it comes to sports in general. So why do I say that? First of all, uh, so you sleep Friday night, you wake up Saturday morning, and oh boy, oh boy, uh, what an amazing set of fights is going to be awaiting you on the 11th, Saturday the 11th, we are going to be having UFC 284, which is going to be headlined by a phenomenal lightweight championship bout between the current champion, uh, Islam Makachev, who's going to be defending his belt against the current featherweight champion of the UFC, Alexander Volkanovsky, who has decided to move up a weight division to lightweight at 155 pounds to challenge Islam for his title. Could Volkanovsky potentially become a double champion after this fight? Or would we see the continuation of this, uh, the, this hype train of Islam and we will see Islam absolutely mull over his next opponent. You know, either way, it's just like it's up in the air. It's a 50-50 chance. And I usually don't say this because most times, according to how people have performed in the past in their previous fights, you can usually make a prediction or two about how the outcome of a fight will be. However, in this case, because we're going to be having the absolute best guys in these particular weight divisions going against each other, it's so hard to tell how the fight will go down. But you know what? This is exactly why, y'all, if you haven't already, please mark it down your calendar. Saturday the 11th, we are going to be having this phenomenal UFC fight, um, uh, this uh, pay-per-view card being UFC 284. Islam Makhachev versus Alexander Volkanovsky. So that's going to be the main event. Um, and uh, as I'm looking through the main card, actually, you know what? I'm so disappointed. Okay. So I was, I was like, okay. I was so excited to just like briefly go through some of the other fights that are going to be happening on this main card. However, it did come to my attention that mm, I'm so disappointed in the UFC. There are not... Not a single bout in this main card that is featuring women fighters. I'm going to have like three seconds of silence. Because I'm just so ashamed of the UFC. What is going on with the UFC? Like seriously, I wish you could like see my um, uh, facial expression and just like, because I, I talk a lot with my hands and I just wish that you could see, uh, you know, all this coming across with like my body body language and like how ashamed or I'm just, I'm like, SMH UFC, what the, what is going on? Like, seriously, disappointed, disappointed. Anywho, uh, there are some other interesting fights that are going to be happening uh, on the main card of this. Wow, I literally had to scroll all the way down to the early preliminaries to see one single women's MMA bout. For this whole pay-per-view card, like, what is going on? Anyways, I'm not trying to be dramatic, but I hope that y'all get to understand why I'm, you know, hopefully you can actually understand my frustration because how many years have we have we had MMA? 30 years, right? Like, this year marks the 30th anniversary of the UFC. And it's, it's been about 
almost a decade since we had women fight in the UFC. And here we are, 2023. Just one bout in the early preliminaries featuring women fighters. Like, what is this? I wonder, you know what? I really wonder if the UFC has a EDI committee or something in, along those lines to actually decide, okay, you know what? It's great to have exciting fights, but how do we actually diversify these fight cards? It's amazing that they have matchmakers. And like, for example, if they go somewhere more foreign, like last time when they went to Brazil, they wanted to diversify the card and that in every single bout, they would have at least one Brazilian fighter fight, fight off against their opponent which made sense because like it's in Brazil and like they want to like mix things up. They want to diversify things. Um, or like, for example, when they go to the Middle East, they would try to diversify the cards by having more Middle Eastern or like Russian fighters fight on their cards. But why is there a double standard when it comes to women's MMA? And we everybody knows super well how many amazingly talented women fighters we have just in the UFC alone and how many women fights have you seen over the past year just please like I'll wait I mean seriously like it's ridiculous when was the last time we saw a, a woman uh title title fight in the in the UFC please like let me know enlighten me and it's just like it breaks my heart ah <sighs> anyways uh so yes as you could tell I was very frustrated and uh, I, I did not see that coming because I, I had a feeling that there were going to be more women. But ugh. anyways, shame on the UFC. UFC, shame on you. That's all I'm going to say. You're doing great with the Islam and Volkanovsky fight. That's great. That's a great matchup. But shame on you for not including more women fighters on this card and on any of your cards. Seriously, seriously. Anywho, so uh, moving on. <laughs> Okay, I did hype up this whole fight card and I criticized a, a whole bunch, um, but I'm not going to be breaking down this fight card this episode. But uh, so, yeah, that this fight card is happening on the 11th. Um, and so next week, when it is officially fight week for this Islam Makachev and uh, Alexander Volkanovsky card, we will be breaking down these fights in more detail. Uh, I'm just going to say one last thing in this regard in regard of this um, headliner fight before I move on to the next thing that I want to talk about for the show. Um, so <laughs> I watched this doc and I would highly recommend everybody else listening to this right now to go and actually watch this um what do we call it like a vlog or documentary video whatever you want to call it um that was released on youtube and um basically islam is um training in dagestan and russia he is literally training in the mountains if you go and watch the videos online um, you will see how hard this man is actually training. So I saw in the training videos that he um, is running hills in the mountains of Dagestan. And it, it looks simple when he does it because he's been doing it for so long and his cardio is just like invincible. But when you think about it, you know, they're in the mountains, a.k.a. high altitude so hard on your body so hard on your lungs hard to breathe 
that aside, this man is doing sprints on a hill, which is just mind blowing because that kills, absolutely kills your body. But just, you know, put that all into perspective and in that he has been doing this chronically. And so that's how he's been um, conditioning himself for this fight. But uh, yeah, I was uh, pretty much just watching that the other day when I was having breakfast before I headed, headed over to the lab and I was just so inspired by Islam, man. And it's incredible. You know, the dedication is just unreal and uh, it, it is really inspiring to see people be that dedicated to their craft and all the dedication and sacrifices that you know islam for as as someone who is just so dedicated to his work and to his uh um profession you know to see that is just so inspiring and yeah i just wanted to share that here on the show um but yeah next week i'll talk in more detail about some of the other things that actually alexander volkanovsky is doing in preparation for this camp against islam makachev but i'm just gonna leave that ufc talk uh for now uh on the side and we'll talk about it more in detail next week for this other event that is happening the same Sunday, um, the same weekend rather, but the Sunday instead. And this one, I bet more people are probably aware of. Uh, of course, I'm talking about this year's Super Bowl. Uh, so I figured, you know what, because next week we're going to be talking about um, the UFC, we're probably not going to be having enough time to go into detail for uh the super bowl so the super bowl this year is going to be very interesting so i i'm gonna give you my two cents of it all you guys already know i'm not the biggest football gal but when it comes to the super bowl it's like my life depends on it you know <laughs> like uh it's just like I, I i start reading up all the rules on wikipedia and you know that's that's all the research that i do but anyways no i do have some friends that are religiously dedicated to uh watching football and so this past weekend i realized by chance that it was the championships uh that lead up to the super bowl so this past uh what was it sunday we had the afc championships and the nfc championships so the nfc championship i want to say fight the nfc championship uh match was between uh the philadelphia eagles and uh what other team was it i forget <laughs> but the eagles won and um want to remember which team it was but anyways the eagles won and i the reason why i do not recall their opponent at this point is because i did not watch that game actually myself but the next one the for the afc championships i actually watched that one myself that one was between the kansas city chiefs and uh the cincinnati cincinnati bengals uh which features one of my all-time favorite players joe burrow who we've actually talked about here on tko and i do remember making a tiktok about joe burrow exactly a year ago just around time for super bowl goodness ah oh, what a time what a time um, but basically, uh, the Bengals were going pretty, um, you know, toe to toe 
with uh, the the Chiefs. The Chiefs, you guys already know, uh, they're known for their awesome quarterback, Patrick Mahomes. And I feel like, in my opinion, okay, again, I hope that y'all are not laughing in your head and just like, you know, you're like, ha, Janat doesn't know anything about football. What is she saying? But uh, please listen. Uh, I'll give you my two cents as a casual football fan who was just watching the game, who's watching a singular football game after like almost like 11 months prior to the Super Bowl. Um, when I watched this game between the Chiefs and uh, the Bengals, I realized that the Chiefs just naturally had a better makeup and they looked more uh, uh, put together in a way that their offense was good, but also defensively they were so put together. And it was really nice to watch. And it's good because it shows you that their whole team is so coordinated and uh, they're all on the same track. And again, I feel like it's it might be a little bit biased of me to say that at this point because, you know, this was the, the last game that they had for the AFC Championships. And I feel like for me to make a more objective um, comment in that regard, I should have probably watched the games from um, when the playoffs initially started, at least, or when the season initially started. But, you know, just from my perspective, watching that one game, against the Bengals, they looked very well put together, which in my opinion puts them in a good position for the actual Super Bowl because, uh, ooh, spoiler alert, they actually won against the Bengals. But how did they actually win? So this was pretty controversial in my opinion, and I'll tell you why. And I actually discussed this uh, with uh, one of my good friends who is very much into football. Shout out to Mojo, actually. Ah, Mojo, I gave you a shout out finally on the show. But um, I was I was actually discussing this um, very matter with my friend uh, because I was just so confused in terms of the 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 rules of of the football game. Because what happened was that the game was pretty close. So initially, the Chiefs were ahead in the game; they were doing good. And then the Bengals, um, uh, you know, they were like, "Oh, you know what? It's the redemption time. It's redemption time." So we gotta move ahead and be more offensive. So they did. Uh, but what happened, like like I said before, they were just going toe to toe and. Finally, it was it was the game was actually even. The game was even. I forget the exact score, but um, it all came down to this one thing that happened um, by um, this foul that was committed on the uh, Chiefs players because the I don't know why I'm just like struggling so much to describe this scene, but basically what happened was that a player from the from the Bengals tackled the other player from the Chiefs, but on the si- on the sidelines, like out of bounds. The, the 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 tackling and the pushing was done out of bounds. Okay, and for this reason, it was considered a foul, and so. The referee declared that um, the the Chiefs had to do a penalty shot. And so when they did, they won the game and they advanced to the Super Bowl. However, to me, I was like, okay, this makes no sense. Like, how is it a foul? If, um, it, first of all, so the way I saw it was, uh, you know, when players are running just super fast and 
when there's collision of players and you you just collide and you're like midair you know a bunch of things happen so in my opinion it was a little bit hard to see if anybody was uh, committing a foul right but when I talked to my friend Mojo he said you know what it doesn't matter how it happens but if anything happens out of bounds especially if a player is pushed out of bounds it's fair game and it is considered a foul so I rewatched that tape and it did look like to me that it was a foul even though it was almost uncontrolled and you know it just happened and I, I really feel like the Bengals player shouldn't really blame himself for what happened because it was so hard to control the situation and you know how do you how do you control if you're pushing a person or not when you're midair and you've just had a collision with the person like it's a little bit hard and that's just honestly my naive opinion about how that foul was committed but the way that it happened you know it happened and now the Chiefs are advancing to the Super Bowl and uh, the Bengals were honestly a millimeter close to the Super Bowl and if they did it would have been like their second Super Bowl in the row uh, that they would have advanced to Uh, man well it's just part of the game I guess and uh, it's just life Joe Burrow looked very disappointed Um, I wouldn't blame him but he's very young he still has so much more game in him and you know what when I think about Joe Burrow he is definitely a young prospect who in my opinion is gonna be definitely in in the in the Mount Rushmore of top player like top NFL players of all time feel like right now we haven't even just seen his absolute potential we haven't even seen him in his prime but that's okay it's just life and he's just like we're watching him evolve every single season and and like I said he's just so freaking young and speaking of Mount Rushmore of NFL players goodness let me take this time today to officially you know what I mean should we dedicate this episode to Tom Brady I feel like we definitely should because today, as a matter of fact, Tom Brady officially came out and said that he has officially retired from football for good. And you know what? We I feel like we all saw it coming. I mean, everybody has their I mean, is is this the best way to put it? Probably no. But I want to say that everybody has their expiry dates when it comes to professional sport. And I feel like Tom Brady, you know. We want to think that he's superhuman, but after all, with his retirement, he did show us that he is human. And that's okay, because he's just accomplished so much, so freaking much thus far. And, you know, do we really want to see him play for two more seasons? If he, if his mind is just not in any anymore, like, what's the point, right? And we, okay, I did think of this thing actually a while, uh, a few hours ago, not a while ago, a few hours ago. I was like, hmm, I do remember Tom Brady saying that he was retired for a while and then he came back out of retirement to play for the Buccaneers, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers after he left the New England Patriots. And then, you know, everybody thought that he had retired for good, but he hadn't really. But this time around, I mean, it's the second time in a row and 
people usually say third time third time is a charm and we, we're not at the third time yet so is there a hope for him to come back in my opinion i feel like if the money is right maybe maybe he would just play for a season or two and that'll be the end of that because again to be realistic he is in his 40s and he can't really just keep doing this forever right so eventually he has to retire forever is this the final time though that he would be retiring i'm not really sure i really do have hope in the bottom of my heart that he will make a comeback if the money is right by a particular um, team but he has officially announced that he has retired so shout out to tom brady man thank you so much for everything you've done for the sport you are absolutely one of the goats out there the greatest of all time at least when it comes to football and um, you're amazing, man. So, yes, I, I think it will be proper to dedicate this episode to Tom Brady. But I'm just looking at the clock right now, y'all. Unfortunately, that is all the time we're going to be having for this week. Make sure you go to CFRU.ca to catch up with previous episodes. You can also go to Spotify and Apple Podcasts to download our episodes. And until next time, it's your girl, Janan, right here. And this is TKO. Peace out. Peace out.